This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about everyday carry. Chuck, what is everyday carry? Well, everyday carry, we're talking about two different things. Everyday carry could be what type of gun you carry every day. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I'm looking for my everyday carry gun. Um, people worry about something they can have concealed, what the right thing is on that. But I think more, we're, we're going to touch on that. But more what our focus is, everyday carry, what do you need to be prepared just to deal with life? And whatever life might throw at you. You know, you might get stuck, stranded somewhere. You might need to help out a friend. You might need to help out somebody with a flat tire. You know, any of these things come up, you should be ready. Um, You know, you're a prepper, you should be a little bit prepared to deal with life. Um, you know, that that's, I guess, where I want to go. Tell me yeah. what you're thinking. Well, you know, most people have an everyday carry, you know, wallet, keys, phone, smartphone. I mean, obviously, everybody should, should be carrying these things. Now, with me, it's different. Like, I have stuff that's in my truck every day. Mm-hmm. That So it's going to be near me, but not on my person. And I have a two different things. You know, for that one thing that's like my above and beyond in the truck, and one is actually on my person. Right. I think that's that's um you know the basic go to any place you go, you're gonna bring your vehicle with you for the most part. Or I'm gonna be at home with my vehicle or right. whatever. You know, it's right. always somewhere. You know, I try and keep uh, a basic bug out bag in the car mm-hmm. with me, uh, along with my everyday carry. You know, just a, a simple pocket knife. Okay, so let, let's start basics. with that, like on your person. Yeah, when so, I get up in the morning, I get my, my basics, you know, a lot of people always can't find their keys and can't find their blah, blah, blah. Don't don't be a retard. No. When you come home, take all your stuff, put it in the same spot every day, 
That's put it on the nightstand, put right. it on the key hook, it's put it wherever. It's always the same spot. You're never looking for it. You're never running around like a, like a chicken without a head looking for your stuff at 5 in the morning when you're trying to get to work. That's good. I like that. So what I like to have is, is just a basic folding pocket, pocket knife. You know, I carry my, my phone with me. Smartphone's a good thing to have. You've got your, your internet access. You can look up the information you need to, to need to have with you on a day-to-day -day use. Um, you know, I got my leather Thundercats wallet. Ooh. It's fancy. I'm a little fancy. You are fancy. Uh, and then, you know, my basic set of keys. That's what I put in my pocket before I walk out the door. Okay. Now, that, that sounds pretty typical. Mm -hmm. um, you usually have a lighter. I know people have heard it in the podcast. Yep. Usually have a lighter with me. Uh, you know, in the car, when I sit down in the car, I've got my iPod so I can listen to my, my podcasts, you know, like I'm sure a lot of you guys do. Uh, it's where I get most of my listening done in the car. You know, I've heard that 100% of our listeners have listened to a podcast. Really? Mm -hmm. That's interesting. That's a staggering statistic. No. Like you know what it is, is the prepping badass listeners are, you know, the cutting edge of right, society. Right. High tech. High tech. Mm -hmm. They're all techies. Mm -hmm. Bunch of nerds. Nerds. <laughs> so, no, not bad. I mean, that's honestly, I mean, pretty typical. I, I listen to, you know, I, I actually, you know me, I always do my research before a show and try and see what all the other guys are talking about and what they carry and oh uh, dude you know what it is they're all wearing the Hulk Hogan fanny pack the fanny pack I keep hearing <laughs> about this I can't do the fanny pack I can't I do the fanny pack um I did listen to one Jesse Ventura this girl very pro fanny pack pro fanny yeah. pack and that, you know, it expands the size of the gun you might be able to carry on your, you know, person, whatever. Um, all right. So I, I think, well, first let me touch on, you know, the other guys. Uh, one, the guy, guy in a podcast I heard was like, oh, you know, my grandmother always carries a hat pin in case she has to stick somebody. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a pretty great idea. Yeah, yeah. But, uh. I don't know. Um, you know you don't want to mess with your granny when she pulls a hat pin. They're, they're talking about... has you know, AIDS on it. <laughs> they're talking about big first aid kids. They're talking about, you know, all this stuff. And I got to say, on my person, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And, I again, my vehicle usually is close by, and, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. But there's no... I'm not carrying around bandages and, and this and that on my person... For my normal going to work. I'm not talking about in the woods going hunting. I'm not talking about... I'm talking about day to day. Right. Um, I When I leave the house 99% of the time, and yeah, it should be 100, I have a gun with me. Mm -hmm. um, I have my Leatherman on my tool belt, which honestly, being somebody who pays attention to survival skills, having spent some time, having been a Boy Scout, I can, you know, I, there's not much else I need. You know, it's like you see, you know, MacGyver, and I'm not freaking MacGyver. He's awesome. That guy's a freaking genius like I could ever be at his level. But what I'm saying is you got to be able to use 
you know, what's around you right. and, and take things in, you know, t just having your mind is really, you know, the most essential thing with everyday carry. You should be prepared. Um, but back to where we were going here, I grabbed my keys, I grabbed my gun, I grabbed my, my ID, but just for the gun, um, I don't have the big wallet or whatever. I just keep a card in my pocket. Um, I have a, a lighter. I, I've been thinking after listening to other guys' podcasts, they talk about neck knives. And now I have the Leatherman, so it doesn't matter. But uh, what I was thinking is I bought, I know I had mentioned here before, I bought for the kids those little uh, flashlights that clip on their book bags. Right. I was thinking it might be cool to take like a dog tag chain and throw that light on the neck. Uh -huh. And if you're somebody who either can have a Leatherman on your belt or just doesn't, you know, do that kind of thing, I think having some kind of neck knife wouldn't be a bad idea. Now, not these, you know, I see these ones that are an inch long or something. I don't know what you're, you may as well have a toothpick, you know, that, that doesn't even make sense to me. Right. You're better off picking up a sharp stick off the ground than, mm -hmm. you know, some one inch little knife that, you know, you think is clever. But I think if you could have, you know, I don't think you'd notice it if it was dangling a little, you know, mm -hmm. three inch, you know, pocket knife, something like that. Right. It's got to be something somebody makes out there that's pretty good. I usually have a pen um, and I usually have the iPhone, but but that's about it on my person. Um, some of the other things I heard, you know, people always want to have cash. I always have cash. Yeah. You know, in, in the ones I, I was listening to, they were like, oh, we should carry a 20. I, I don't know. I, I usually have a lot more than 20 in my pocket. Mm -hmm. um, one of the other things, I mean, I know with my kids, when they first got their car, I just stuck $3 in the glove box so they can pay the toll to get over the bridge or, you know, whatever little thing. Maybe it's $20. Maybe it's a hundred dollars. I don't know that they ever need $20 or a hundred dollars. I mean, I guess, well, if they run out of gas, maybe, I, I don't know. My kids kind of roll, though, my kids kind of roll like me where they usually have cash in their pocket. Right. You know, I've taught them to be that way. So you know, having a little extra in the glove box shouldn't make the difference, you know, but maybe not a bad idea. I know with my wife having, you know, sticking a 20 in her glove box that she doesn't know about, probably not a bad idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know uh, back in the my younger years, I used to keep in the glove box uh, emergency vodka. Well, not, come on. Not anymore, though. It's, it's gotten a little, little bit more dangerous. You don't want that to come rolling out when... When you go for for your license and registration. Right. Right. Now I see why the NWA in the previous podcast. Mm -hmm. Maybe the fault lies with you <laughs> and not with the police. Maybe. Maybe. Um, My glove box is usually, you know, I usually have the basic stuff. The, make sure you have your, your insurance updated and right. your registration. I keep, uh, you know, Tylenol and stuff because I'm an old man. I keep Tylenol and things right. in there. Uh, the basic stuff there. I usually keep a, a survival knife okay. under my front seat. Um, not the best if the cops are searching your car. Yeah, but, uh, but it's something to have. You know what? Under the front seat seems kind of sneaky. Mm. You know what? I was thinking um, in my work van. Now, in my pickup, you know, in the door, you have the pocket yeah. kind of thing. In there, I have, uh, in my pickup, I have that Gerber, uh, the hunting one with the gut hook and the mm -hmm. all that. I have... I think some pen knives. I have a Leatherman. 
I have, uh, I have, believe it or not, in both of my vehicles and the wife's vehicle, I have um, Quick Clot. Oh, yeah? And you know what? Actually, I just upgraded. I, I swapped them all out. I had the old school Quick Clot, and now I have, they have it in a sponge. So now you're not picking like little gunpowder out of the wound afterward. Okay. Turns out they can just pull the sponge out and it's no problem. Okay. They've big advances there and actually the prices come down. Mm -hmm. um, so I actually do have quick clot and Israeli bandage. Um, but again, this is in the vehicle. I have a, uh, I think it's Bactine. Some that? kind of little spray uh, oh, disinfectant. Like Turns out I cut my hands like 20 times a day yeah. and my hands are like laying in sewage or, you know, right. God knows what. It, it just makes my wife happy and I kind of feel a little better right. having the if back teen spray. If you don't blood every day, you're not really working. And that's it. You know, I, I just, the other day I was uh, fixing this washing machine and, and I swear that it, it was so disgusting underneath there. Let me tell you, it, it smelled like, if you had like a can of tuna and you pissed in it and you left it there for about a week, that's what that's it smelled the, like in these house, people's yeah. house. And I'm like, what the hell? People are so disgusting. I'm reaching. Right? Now, mind you, they're paying. Mm -hmm. You know, this this little uh, excursion cost them about 300 bucks. Mm -hmm. But I'm reaching under there. And sure enough, I come out with a big freaking uh, gash on my arm. It's pretty healed now. Mm -hmm. But... uh and I'm like laying in the cab piss or whatever. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's gross. So, you know, something like that, right. it seems like the right move. Mm -hmm. um, hand sanitizer in the work van for basically the same reasons. Right. I'm not really one of these paranoid freaks. It's only in my work van, but I'm in some pretty gross stuff. Mm -hmm. So it ends up, you know, seeming relevant to me. Um so basic first aid, sometimes there's band-aids. Believe it or not, I usually use electrical tape. Um, yeah, to me, that's, that's always... It does better. sometimes leak out of the electrical <laughs> tape. It's kind of weird. Um, I did have some radiator issues and ended up adding uh, that Gorilla Tape to the pickup. Uh, and I have Gorilla Tape in the work van. Um, work both Both my vehicles have a socket set. All my glove boxes, every vehicle I own has a screwdriver, a small crescent wrench, um, I think a, a Philip and a flat screwdriver, and they all have a Leatherman. Right. Um, I mean, those seem like pretty typical. Now, my pickup does have a bit of a bug out bag already in it all the time. It's got like a, uh, a sleeping bag, but it's not really that tough. Uh, you know, it's, it's a blanket. All my glove boxes have uh, those uh, emergency blankets that are pretty much useless, but they're kind of neat for making a shelter. Right. They're, they're not going to keep you warm. Yeah. I, I know what they're, they say on the package. Yeah, but they're small, they're light, you can stick it in the glove box. And that's, that's a handy thing. And the same box. thing, I have a poncho in my pickup. Mm -hmm. I don't in the work van, but I usually have a Carhartt jacket with a hood, even in the summer, just kind of always tucked in the back of the work van. Right. So when it's raining or whatever, I can just grab that and and be good to go. Um, now, anything you want to add to your vehicle carry, I guess? Oh, or? yeah. No, oh, I've got oh. tons of stuff, man. Oh, so I, I'm not at your level. Yeah, I see. No, so I didn't no, cover no, no, where no. you are. I, I come correct with my, with my, okay. my vehicle stuff. Well, um, bring it like a prepper. Let's hear about it. I always have change of clothes. 
Okay. Clean sweatshirt, couple of pairs of socks. But you're you're known to fall in the poo. Yeah, no, I get wet every day. Probably. All right, so uh, flashlight mandatory. I have a big toolbox that I keep in the back, and that's yep. got uh, you know all the basic stuff along with flashlights. I got a socket set separate than that. Jumper cables. Well, my vehicles have jumper cables and flashlights. Mm -hmm. I'll give you right, that. Right. An extra uh, third knife I keep in the back. Oh, no, it's a third knife. Well, you had to one-up my knife, two knives. A pocket knife, a survival knife in the car, and a, uh, another knife in the back. Because you never know when you're going to run You out, never know. Right? No. Uh, pen and paper. Um, uh, usually, I have a uh, tent and sleeping bag. They're not in there right now. Mm. Not in there right now. All right, okay. you're slacking a little bit. Yeah, it is. It was set up in my backyard and whatever. Uh, water. Okay. Just keep bottles of water back there. Extra food. Um, you know, usually just some, some granola bars and things like that. And uh, cash. Cash is, is... I don't use cash very often. Okay. But I always have cash because you don't know when there's going to be a uh, power outage or you go to that stupid diner, you, you just happen to stop by on the, the way home from work and it's cash only who runs a business like that seriously but you gotta have cash for the tolls and for everything else that you're not thinking about right you know it comes up it comes up so that's uh that's that's pretty much the uh the entirety of my 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 car um and i try and keep it well stocked you know i don't uh what do you mean well stocked well i mean i'll, I'll drink a bottle of water Every day in the way. Okay, got it. You know, so it's not, there's not, there's not a... Yeah, I don't, I don't really have any food in any of my vehicles. Yeah. I don't, I don't really think about... You know what? I stand corrected. I just bought a... Who is it? Uh, my Patriot Supply has the, like, three-day, you know, emergency kit. I think they had a special for I've 10 bucks. some MREs. You could throw an MRE in there. It was three days of food for 10 bucks or something. I think I bought three of them. Threw one in the bug out bag and threw one in each vehicle. Uh -huh. And not my work van, which is where I am all the time, which would only make sense, but in the pickup and in the well, old you're ladies' out, car. You're not jumping in the, in the work van anyway, so. Correct. That's all right. Now, um, one thing that I'm, I, I just added. Okay. Uh, now, I have, have a, a saw. Um, you know, a couple of things like that in the toolbox. One thing I just added was some bulky uh, bolt cutters. Yeah, I know you were excited yeah, you know, about I the bolt cutters. I was, I was. I was talking about it for a while. And uh, you never know when you're going to have to cut somebody's lock off of your stuff, Now, K-Bar makes some kind of breaching tool. Oh, I don't it's know. about $55. Uh-huh. And it looks pretty badass, and I think that's going to move into my pickup kind of neighborhood. A, what is a breaching tool? Are you talking about like one of those uh, battering rams, the SWAT tool? Kind of a what? pry bar, uh -huh. but also works for, like, I think it's got, like, AR-15 wrench on there, and, <laughs> you know, the whole thing. Okay. It kind of was an all-around... Uh, all-around badass tool? Badass tool for, uh, you know, entry. Right, right. Um, I don't know. Stuff yeah. like that. Um, Any more? Yeah. Uh, the only thing I forgot was a hatchet. Hatchet I keep in the back. I like that. Now that's that's this uh, ties me into my next kind of segment, okay. if you will. Um, I think these are standard every day, all year long, all the time. What we're carrying, what's in our car. Now these things change 
I mean, again, those are the basics. Mm -hmm. But then we'll add things as seasons change or where we're going to be or what we're doing or even the the climate, you know. Um, When I hear terror attacks and things, I'm maybe a little more apt to make sure the gun is there. I might even have two guns. Mm -hmm. I might have uh, the twenty-two on my person and have the forty-five in the truck. Right. Sometimes I have the forty-five on my person, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I might have the backup. Forty-five's tough and and be concealed exactly. Um, so that's definitely something. Um, I know around hurricane season around here, we have bad weather. With uh, you know, in the fall, we get snow, ice storms. If I really think that's coming, or if we just had one. I very often will throw the chainsaw in the back of the work van, in the back of the pickup, and I stop and, oh, there's a tree in the road. I stop, I get out, I cut it up. That's actually happened to me probably 20 times in the last 10 years. Right. You know, I drive a lot of back roads, a lot of weird places. It's that or you're driving around the mountain. And it's like, shit. You know, so you got to kind of take into account where you're going to be. Um, I think right. I, I, I know the winter. the winter, my wife definitely keeps uh, big, bulky sleeping bags in her car. Mm-hmm. And she was doing that long before she met me. And she's like, you never know. <laughs> right. And I'm like, she's like, I'm not freezing on the side of the road. And you know what? That's just good advice. Mm-hmm. Um, having a blanket and stuff there. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. During the summer, I usually uh, keep towels and, and things in my car. Uh, just because you never know when you're going to want to go skinny dipping, man. Oh, I oh, mean, swimming, oh, yeah. So swimming. you get, got to keep towels in the car. Uh, you know, nobody wants to. Uh, I did see it in that movie, Wild Hogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I had a friend of mine that, that got in trouble. He was uh, at, a, at a, I think, a Mets game. All right. For some reason. And, yeah, uh, right there is where he went wrong. Yeah, they, they stuck around. They got rained out. He was soaking wet. And uh, had to drive home in his boxer shorts. And got some dirty looks from toll booth keepers. But it is what it is. You know, if you have a towel, it's not so bad. If you have a change of clothes, it's not so bad. Sounds right. Now, how about on your person? Does it change at all? Uh, When you're going hiking, what are you carrying? What are you adding to the initial list? Yeah, well, on my person... I'm not talking about, like, your camping supplies. I'm talking about you're going on a four-hour hike with the family. Actually, there's one thing other that I do. You you brought it up about the hiking. Uh, Some of my work involves climbing around up in the mountains and things like that. You're a tough uh, guy, so... So I I started keeping these... um, They're kind of like cleats. I don't know what you would call them, but they've got, like, a, a rubber... A thick rubber uh, band around the edge with okay. chains linking along the bottom, and you wrap okay. them around your boots. I've I've used those myself. Keep you from falling on your ass, and those stay in my car just because I'm, you know, I don't think about. You're taking lazy. Them out. They're so there small. You. I don't think about taking them out during the summer, and they're always there when I need them. Okay. Uh, but if I'm, you know, going out for a day hike or something like that, on my person, usually I have a Camelback, you know, with some water. Okay, I like uh, the water. Some granola bars. I like to. Uh, bring actually Red Bull for uh, to feed my kid because I think it's funny. I don't want him bouncing off the walls, you know, at my house, but if you're out in the woods, you're after out in the woods, why not? Give kid some caffeine to see what happens. 
you know he's going to have to poop because he's not used to that sort of caffeine, and that's always funny. All right. He was, um, he was telling me recently uh, that he doesn't poop at school. No? He only poops at the house. A lot of my kids that's were crazy. only home poopers. Yeah, yeah. no, that's crazy. Because this week, this week alone, I pooped in a cinder block. Like, I have zero, <laughs> I have zero qualms about, you know, when it, when it comes and it's time to go. You got to you know, go, you got to go. Just, I just was going along the woods there along the side of the road and, and just cut through some weeds and started started running. And I came across a cinder block. <laughs> Excellent. Problem solved. <laughs> it's disturbing. Yeah. Um, um, I would say a compass. A compass. Is good um, you're hiking. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah, you throw right. it in the pocket. Yep. Yeah. You can get them for a couple of dollars at uh, any place. If I'm hiking to the extent that I have a bag, I'm going to have a map. Of the right. local area, but if I don't, I probably won't. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm being honest here. I'm telling yeah. you guys, I'm not trying to be, you know, macho man. I'm, I'm realistic man. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. that's it. You know, I, like I said, I don't carry around the fanny pack with the, you know, the fishing lures and the, you know, everything else. Right, because you're a man and you're not going to get lost in the woods. I'm not going <laughs> to get lost in the woods. We mentioned it, you know. Right. But I carry the Leatherman, and you know what? I can work out catching fish. Honestly, when you're around a creek or something, making little fish traps with stones and putting the fish where you want them to be mm-hmm. seems like so much a better plan to me than wasting your time with a freaking fishing pole and a hook. That or I'm spearing it or... Oh, I know. I know. I have a lot of friends that always carry the... You know what they do is they take the um, the kiddie poles. Yep, the, yep. The ones that are like you know five feet long all together, and you can disassemble it yep. and stick it on the side of their pack. If there's ever going to be any sort of lake along the way, they take it. I, I'm not a big, uh, not big on that, but no. I'd rather bring my own food and know what to eat. I like it. I, I know back when I was in the navy, they used to break out the kiddie pool and put it on the deck. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's a different thing. I don't pole, know. Pole, kitty pole, kiddie pole. Oh, like the, the kiddie pole. The kids. Fishing pole. No. Maybe I need to articulate my words. I think you're not enunciating properly. That or I'm just a mean bastard or I'm deaf, one or the other. Well, it's both. It's a fine line, right? Yeah. Um. So uh, now we're talked about a little bit about winter. You want to? Yeah, winter. Tell me. With that, I I I like to um keep those uh those. Heat packs, you know those heat packs. Yeah, like those. Yep. Shake them up a little bit. You can stick them in your pocket. They're great in the glove box in the winter, or maybe you leave them there all year long. Depends how much space you have. Right. If you get stuck out in the cold, your car breaks down, or that's bad. Most people aren't on. It's nice to have an extra little source of heat. I just set the fucker on fire. I'm like, I'm setting my truck on fire. I don't care. Burn it. Burn it. Uh, I tell you, I always thought, you know, oh well. I'm never going to get stuck. I have four-wheel drive. And, dude, I take my truck everywhere. And I never have a problem. And I know about two years ago, I went to do a repair. I, I was in, you know, my own pickup. And it hadn't actually snowed in, like, maybe a week. So I'm like, oh, I'm good. But this is way up in the mountains. Right. Not somewhere I typically am. And uh, so anyway... I go, and this road is just solid ice, the whole thing. Mm. And and it's down, you know, a pretty steep grade, and it's just all ice. But I'm like, yeah, the four-wheel drive. And you're thinking, well, you're going to slide. 
But what I didn't take into account is it was a little warmer and it was just all wet on top of this uh-huh. ice. And But again, there's like a foot of snow on either side. And I'm like, yeah, but I'll slide into the snow and then I'll put it in four-wheel drive and I'll drive out through the snow. That's how it played out in my mind. Okay. Let me tell you how it really played out. So I'm like, well, let's just see what happens. And I pull forward about five feet onto the ice and my truck freaking like I just hit the gas, just freaking starts going (laughs) right down and right over the bank and right down into some trees. Luckily, no dents or scratches. Not that you know on my truck, but no dents or scratches. And I sit between two trees and I'm like, oh, shit, didn't see that coming. And the same thing. There's no phone signal up there. Right. There's no houses. You know, yeah, nobody home. lives this road. Everybody knows. You don't fucking go there. If mm-hmm. And it's funny, the people who lived on the road, they weren't even there. They don't live there. I was just going to the house. It was empty. And I was going to go do the repair and right, leave and be on my way. Because they know better. They wouldn't fucking go up there, you know, and this kind of shit. So I'm like, huh, this is awkward. <laughs> now I'm in the middle. I mean, I'm literally 40 minutes by car, probably to the next house that's going to have mm-hmm. somebody in it. Right. There's maybe houses every, you know, mm-hmm. two or three minutes by car. But nobody lives up there right. in that kind of weather. So I'm like, huh. I, again, I think I'm pretty cool. Put it in four low. I'm like, oh, creep. I'll go about a foot. Slides right back down. And I'm like, man. So I'm like, I got to get into the thick snow. And then, you know, the four wheel pay off. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, it wouldn't, I, I just kept sliding in. Finally, I got like floor mats. And the one thing that saved me is in the bed of my truck, I have like this one inch thick uh, rubber liner. Mm-hmm. I have like the plastic bed liner right but then i have a rubber, a rubber mat, mat that's in there somebody just gave it to me one day it was like oh you want this i'm like yeah keeps tools and shit from sliding while i'm driving so anyway i had to lay that whole thing and then creep and then park and then as i go to move it the truck would start sliding and i'd jam it underneath and oh dude it was bad my point is you can end up in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. it can happen it does happen and you got to be able to stay warm. Right. You're going to have to be able to, you know, survive. There was no way I could have called somebody or done anything. Right. I mean, it, I could have walked for two hours, but it was. It was freaking cold out. And right. You don't want to do that. That's not something I want to do. You prepared to do that, though. You got to be ready. And that's the thing. And, you know, I, I go out driving. I'm like, oh, I can wear a T-shirt. I'm in my truck with the heat, and I yeah. don't care. And you get out, you don't have a warm coat, you don't have the blankets, you don't have, you know, you need to plan a little bit for that. Right. So that, that's, mean, that's my uh, winter story, day, uh, you know. With the cars, yep. I mean, uh, your everyday drive should have an everyday carry that, that yeah. takes care of you in, in those and, sorts of situations. And that's, you know, I, I was also thinking about, like, if I work in an office building, um, and I maybe have the briefcase or whatever, I, I, I don't know. What people do. I've I don't, I've never had a job like that. But if I'm going to a desk every day, who's to say you don't have the gun you keep in the desk? Mm-hmm. And all right, you're paranoid. You don't want to leave it. And I'm saying, you know, you put it in your briefcase at the end of the day and you take it home. That way, it might not have to be on your person. But if something happens, somebody comes into the building, 
you're good to go. Maybe that's the answer. And I'm talking about if you can't have it concealed on your person. Right. You know, it just isn't going to work, you know, where people aren't going to see it. Again, if you're a little more paranoid, maybe you buy one of those fingerprint safes in your desk, in your gun desk, in your desk for your gun. For your gun. Um, you know, stuff like that. Uh, you know, I, you got to think outside the box, you know. I mean, maybe if you're going to work at the same place, maybe you have a little go bag that you leave there. Maybe you have a locker, you have a desk, you have something mm -hmm. that you can just leave, you know. Hey, I got a first aid kit there. Right. Or maybe you... Talk to the people you work with and say, hey, we need a company first aid kit that, you know, mm. or maybe you just buy it and put it in there. You know, you don't even need to be all that right. organized and formal, you know, but be able to take care of yourself. You really should have some kind of bandage and way to stop bleeding, mm -hmm. especially if you're somebody who's working around machinery, something like that all the time. Right. You need to have options. Right. Busted knuckles are, are an everyday occurrence. Yeah, I'm not, you know, not talking happens, about that, but you get the big gash where you're right. bleeding out. Yeah, it's good to have something something like that. You don't want to be wrapping, wrapping that greasy t-shirt that you have in the back seat around your arm if, eh, if you can help. You do what you gotta. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things, though, that with a vehicle, you can add to it as you go. Yes. You know, you can add... You know, get the, the tire pressure thing from AutoZone for two bucks. You know, get the, keep keep an extra quart of oil and keep an extra, um, you know, a lot of the times I'll carry a, a gas can with a couple extra gallons I'll of tell gas. you, with my kids, and it, it's funny, I never caught on to this, but my kids started getting flat tires all the time. Uh -huh. And he looks to me as the man who knows everything and whatever. So I finally broke down, because me, I just go to the mechanic and I'm like, fix this shit. I don't know. I fucking, you know, I, I might change the tire. I'm not saying I won't change a tire, but I'm saying I don't usually patch my own or do whatever. Mm -hmm. So my kid comes to me, oh, I'm too cheap to go to the mechanic. I can't, now what do they charge, like 10 bucks or so? I don't right. know. But he's a scared well, little girl trapped is, in yeah, a boy's body a and, you yeah. know, whatever. I'm sure he's going to listen to this and we'll hear about it. But mm. anyway. Just don't say which, which, which kid. Which kid? All right. It's probably one of the girls. Yeah. Well, yeah. Go, go yeah, with that. Yeah. They, they don't drive yet. But, you know. Um, so anyway, he, uh, I go and buy the patch kit. It's nothing. It takes up no space. Right. You spend like $6. Yeah. I can plug a tire in like two minutes. Mm -hmm. It's nothing. It's no problem. No I, problem. I, I, you patch your tire. Now. And and honestly, most of the time you can kind of limp to where you can get air or whatever, depending mm -hmm. on the leak you have. Um, but just the same, maybe you buy one of those plug-in-your-cigarette-lighter air compressors. Mm -hmm. I heard they kind of suck. They're a little slow to fill up. But you know what? If you're on the side of the road and you patch your tire and you fill it up, and then it's fixed. You don't even have to change the tire same amount of time, mm -hmm. and you're already problem solved back on the road, and you don't even have to deal with it later. Right. That's something to think about. You know, I mean, it's this little bit of planning, foresight. You know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no one of the shops I work at uh, has the patch kit in there, and it, it was nothing. It was yeah. nothing. I had a nail, picked up a nail, and uh, it was 10 minutes, I think. It took me to take the tire off, plug it. And put the tire back on. Yeah, but you don't even have to pull it off. Mm -hmm. No, not if you can find it easily. Yeah, if you can find mine, it, right. Mine was a little bit yeah. of a, a okay. you know, search. search that, that's it, a different story. Yeah. 
and actually like get my work in. I even have the soapy water looking for, you know, Freon leaks and gas leaks uh-huh. and different things like that. I actually carry around a jar of soapy water and, mm-hmm. you know, we're ready to go. But so that's it. I mean, any other uh, situations you're thinking of or some, that about cover? Nothing that jumps to mind. Uh, okay. Jumper cables, though, I think I mentioned that. That should be a standard thing. That's kind of being a man. With, that's... The, with the jack, the, you know. My wife always laughs, and and again, she this isn't on me. This is this is all her, but she came kind of prepared with jumper cables and stuff long before she met me, mm-hmm. and she always tells me, oh, you know, people come into work. Oh, do you think that guy would have jumper cables? And she's like, what do you mean? I have jumper cables. What do you mean? <laughs> and you know, she'll go over. She's always ready to go, and and that's you know basic. You shouldn't send your kids out without jumper cables, right? Um, come on, what does that cost? Right. Nothing. The thing is, though, you know, it used to be back in the 70s and the 80s, even the 90s, that your car might just not start. Yeah. You know, newer cars, you don't necessarily have that issue. You know something's going wrong before it goes wrong. But, uh, you know, most of the cars that we get for our kids are, or our kids get themselves are kind of older, cheap, shitty cars. Cheap, shitty cars. And so you have to make sure that they're prepared and they know how how to change a tire, how to jump, jump start a car. And have them do it. You know, find out that, hey, you know, those lug nuts are way too tight. Somebody did it with an impact gun right. and they're never going to get it. You know what? Make sure your kids can get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had freaking ones and I'm a big guy and I have some pry bars and different things. I've had ones that I can't freaking get off. Yeah, I had, I had and, a hard time. You know, it I happens had a sometimes. Flat tire a couple of weeks ago and I had to stand on the, uh, yeah. stand on the, uh, the tire iron and kind of jump but, on it before it got it to move. I mean, I would say bare minimum. I really like a multi-tool. Mm. Definitely a knife. You really should have a flashlight. You need some way to start a fire. Right. You need to... And basically, if you're not the guy who can find food... Um, you know, we talked about foraging on this podcast. Mm. We, you know, with basic trapping, hunting, you know, this kind of thing. A lot of the guys, especially preppers, you're going to know how to do that. Maybe you don't need to be so worried, but having a little water, a little extra food, a little something in your car, not a bad idea, and just be able to take care of yourselves, and you know what, more and more we hear about hoodlums, uh, you know, stopping cars on the street and just wanting to beat people up, maybe a little, you know, protection, a little self-defense might be a a good thing in order. Mm -hmm. Good tool to have in the box. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that, that pretty much covers everything we want to get good. to tonight. Yeah, no, that sounds about right. Uh, we're talking about doing a uh, maybe a trapping, uh, trapping trapping show in the future. Trapping could be in the near future, I think, next week. All right. Um, otherwise, stay safe. Um, maybe leave us a review on the iTunes. Let us know how we're doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, tell a friend, you know, spread the word. We're... Uh, we're getting antsy. We want to see some numbers. Want to see some uh, some more listeners. Seems like we have about seven, eight hundred people download each podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, see those numbers go up a little bit. You know, make it worth our time. Uh-huh. Let us know that you know somebody's out there listening. We appreciate it. Right now, if you got suggestions, email. Go ahead and, uh, send us an email. Prepping badass at gmail dot com. 
Mm-hmm. Otherwise, stay safe, and we'll uh, talk to you guys next week. Ooh.